0: Here we go, here we go, here we
2: go, here we go, this is it! This is Top Flight Time Machine, I am Andy Hotbody Dawson, bow bow bow!
0: I'm Sam Nifty Delaney, so what?
2: Uh, welcome welcome to Life Logistics, this is our first uh, podcast of 2022, but you only hear it if you're IFS. We'll do a proper return um, on Friday mm. when we do the Friday episode, but um, you're already swilling... And slurping from a bottle of water, some like are you dehydrated?
0: I, I know that like talking about your runs is sort of even worse than talking about your dreams, mm-hmm. but I, I had been on an early morning run this morning and it was fucking caning it down like Ugh. unbelievable biblical yeah. scenes, right? And when I got Jesus, in, I uh I removed my running kit. And it was a mm-hmm. full tracksuit day because I thought it's quite chilly, so I had my tracksuit, my hat, yeah. everything on. And it fucking, like it weighed almost like my body weight again from sheer <laughs> water saturation. And I just walked into my wife who's working downstairs, having got had a shower, got changed, and took my running kit downstairs in my <laughs> my arms to put in the washing machine, and she's working. Mm. I don't. I don't know what she's doing. Probably something much more important than anything that you and me are up to. Kind of
2: budging, so. And yeah, I went, hey, "Hold this!"
0: <laughs> and she was like, what? <laughs> "Hold it! Why? It's a load of stinking, mm. sopping wet running mm. kit. Uh, you know that you won't believe how heavy it is. Water that is sheer <laughs> rainwater. And like, she's <laughs> just like, I couldn't give a fuck about anything that you just said." I mean, I don't know why I'm repeating <laughs> it on the podcast, really. But it was uh, amazing, mate. I mean, it just goes to show, physics is true.
2: I can mm. almost imagine a face which is presented with your soaking wet running kit. Go here, on, go place. on, hold it. You'll be amazed.
0: <laughs> you won't you believe be it. You'll be amazed. I'd be surprised if you could hold it up with your little Doris arms.
2: <laughs> I'll give you a hand on. if you want. I'll stand next to you in case you fall.
0: Go on, let me film you. This will be good, this will. People are like this on Instagram. I'll
2: put it on I'll TikTok. I'll give you my sopping wet
0: riding kit, and we'll see if you can lift it above your <clears> head.
2: <throat> I mean, you could get into TikTok with that. That's probably one of the sub-genres of TikToks, is someone getting someone else to hold something that's heavy. It's unexpectedly <laughs> yeah. heavy. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Two and a half million viewers. I
0: don't know. <laughs> <laughs> suddenly, we're rich, rich beyond our thing. wildest dreams, because we got someone to hold an unexpectedly heavy thing. What a world we live in! <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: What a world. Anyway, the reason just... I brought that was because that's why I'm swigging because I've been out running. And I've, I've suddenly got a right first. On. Right. So Good. sorry about that's that. Fine.
2: No, I no, don't apologise. I just thought it was something to, to mention. Um, yeah. Right. I'm gonna um, have a look at what's been coming in because it's a life logistics, and we put out a, a shout out. On the mm-hmm. uh, on the Twitter yesterday, for uh, logistical questions that you want us to solve, um, I'll I'll start with the first one that came in. It's from Stuart Jack, who says, "Should Good one name, avoid Jack. weighing oneself?" Stuart Jack, I think that was the, the track on uh, Blur's Park Life album, wasn't it? Yeah. Stuart,
0: Stuart Jack. Jack. He listens to podcasts, <laughs> Stuart Jack. He doesn't weigh himself, Stuart. <laughs> that actually did sound exactly like... It's full
2: um, of questions.
0: Um, I've just realised that voice we do is a little bit like uh, Damon Albion in his Park Life uh, face. <laughs> yeah. Quite a good impression. <laughs>
2: uh, should, should, should one avoid weighing oneself? I mean, he's, he's almost sounding like Prince Charles here. Uh, should one avoid weighing oneself what? before and after the festive period?
0: Before one's festive period. <laughs>
2: we fucking haven't touched upon Prince Charles yet, have we? We've done the Queen quite a bit, but we haven't done any Prince Charles. I think that we haven't done down down enough Prince somewhere.
0: Charles content. Cause, well,
2: no, <laughs> exactly. we, we,
0: mu- we must have done it where fucking that story about that came out where Camilla had covered some fucking it she got this they'd been to the theater and they were going back to Highgrove late <laughs> and she said to the servants right we're coming back late we, we, oh, should, yeah. we, should we wait up and she went no don't yeah. worry about that leave out some cold cuts we'll just have it if, when we get in if we're hungry <laughs> so they went oh fair yeah. enough so they walked into the kitchen and uh Prince Charles probably was like fucking like my Italian uncle, didn't know what the kitchen was in his own house. Literally didn't know what went on <laughs> in that room. So <laughs> he, walked, he walked into the kitchen and uh, the, all the bits of salad and all that stuff, cold meats, were covered on, in cling yeah. film. And he fucking <laughs> flipped. He was like, what the fuck's that? Ah, it's some sort of alien plasma. <laughs> Ectoplasm. <laughs> it looks like a Martian <laughs> spunked.
2: Spunked on my hand. <laughs> I knew this day would come. The plants told me.
0: <laughs> there. It's
2: begun. <laughs> come in there. It's begun. <laughs> the invasion yeah, we has have commenced. have called story. You're right. Uh,
0: uh, and the have. one where he we had definitely a, have. He, he went to same. It was from the same. There was a sort of a. What would you call it? A cache of. Um, of Prince Charles' data was unearthed, right? um A few years ago, I think. Yeah, there'd been a massive data leak from Mickey Prince Link. Charles's compound about just the mad shit he got up to. It was by like one of his former slaves. And, <laughs> and he, he goes, uh, The other one was he wanted, he wanted to go see his mate. He's got a mate, but his mate lives up north somewhere, right? And his mate said, Why don't you come up and stay with me? And Prince Charles was a bit like, oh a bit weird, I don't really do sleepovers at other people's rigs on the (laughs) whole. And so he went up there. But and this is true, right? He took his own fucking toilet. Flat packed. That's
2: right. Because he won't
0: sit on anyone else's shitter because he's Prince Charles, right? So they took they had this fucking flat pack luxury toilet. And when I say flat pack, don't think it was all that MDF stuff that you get from IKEA. It would have been flat pack fucking mahogany, wouldn't it? Uh, yeah. And fucking like hell. fine porcelain and marble. And they took it on the train. It and he got to his mates. House. Imagine turning up at your mates. House, all right. Ah, oh, it's great to see you, mate. Yeah. I'll, no, give me a bag. It's all right. Oh, what's this? You're only staying <laughs> for a couple of nights, aren't you? That's my fucking toilet because I'll be fucked if I'm doing a shit putting my ass cheeks where yours and your disgusting, rancid, peasant family ass cheeks go.
2: Fair enough. You're Prince Charles. I don't mind. Fair
0: enough. Where do you want to assemble it? I'll tell you where I'm going to fucking assemble it, cunt. I'm going to knock down your existing toilet. I'm having it demolished. I've got a bunch of my slaves with me with sledgehammers. They're going to fucking wipe it out and put my toilet in its place, and where you shit and piss (laughs) for the next two days is up to you. I couldn't give a fuck, but it's not going to be in my one because I'm going to have security on the door 24 hours.
2: And and then once I've gone, you're going to have to get it reassembled or put a new one in, and am I paid for it? Am I fuck?
0: Am I fuck? You knew what you were getting into when you invited me up up here. You invited me here. I didn't ask to be invited. You invited me, and now this is happening, so (laughs) think on. Next question.
2: And did he, travel up on his own, <laughs> did he travel up on his own train, do you think? Yeah, I think they do have their his own, own tra- I he mean, the train. I mean, the certainly
0: got her own train, which is something that yeah. I've always... You know, I love trains, and I've always mm. thought the thought of having your own train. I well, wouldn't want a whole train, thing, Andy. I-, I just want one luxury carriage, self-driving carriage. I
2: mean, yeah, I mean... I- I love trains as well, and the idea of having a train with no other people on it is bliss. Imagine but, uh, and it was like a self-driving carriage, so
0: there was a driver, and he was in the front, and there was a little door, like a cockpit, um, but it was just one mm. carriage, you will not pull in any others along. Mm. There'd have to be a toilet, actually, I then, think then more you than, you than need one food carriage. as well.
2: Now, come on, come on, if you're going to have your own train, you've got to have more than one carriage, just one carriage seems like a bit of a but what I mean
0: is, imagine if it was just like I like the idea of it being like a sport, a, a sports car, or a private jet. Do you know what I mean? Like binky, yeah, personalised, yeah. and sort I'd of. I still have
2: two carriages, though. I'd have. I'd you'd have need one another one, one that had a leisure.
0: kitchen and a separate area for the toilet. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah right. definitely. Two, two minimum, maximum, plus the driver's carriage.
0: Yeah, that, yeah. yeah, that's yeah. not a separate carriage. That's just a cockpit at the front of the first carriage.
2: Yeah. This is like something a, for a uh, us to aspire train. to,
0: if we ever. Yeah, if we do a pod train. Wasn't there a kids' TV show called The Eight Fifteen from Manchester? And I yeah, feel as was. if they presented it on a train.
2: I can't remember if they did or not, but it was on Saturday mornings, wasn't it? It was. It was the thing that came on in the summer to replace um, Live and Going Kicking live. or whatever was on at the time. They'd fuck and off for the summer.
0: Yeah, yeah. Pop quiz question: mm. Who did the theme tune for that show?
2: Inspire cops. Correct. Bing! Bang.
0: <laughs> Next question. <laughs> Fucking good song as well. The 815
2: from Manchester. Manchester! 815 from Manchester! Because it was that era,
0: wasn't it? It was the Manchester era, and someone at the BBC had said, Now, uh, we need a, a summer programme. We've done some research, and apparently, the northern industrial hub of Manchester has become fashionable amongst the young people. <laughs> De <De-re-go>. rigueur. <laughs> Yeah, with their I've ragged trousers and kicker shoes
2: I've just looked I mean I, I don't think I watched it that much because I would have been like 18 at the time and therefore uh, asleep at that time mm. on a Saturday morning hungover um, but it was yeah 1990 and it did it took its name from the train departing from Manchester Piccadilly Station for London Euston which was and still is it says here at 8.15 but the show itself doesn't appear to have been on the train
0: Oh. Top of That's the didn't Top of the Pops do a, a show on a train once.
2: Top of the Pops did one for one of its anniversaries, 25th anniversary or something like that, and they did it live. It feels
0: very null. This I know we've only just got off the subject of null for regular listeners, but it does for, feel like For now. <laughs> it for does now. feel like a real a classic null idea that, doesn't it? We're doing yeah, it I on think, a fucking train. But I Noel, Saville- we're doing it on a train.
2: I think Savile was deeply involved in it. I remember Savile being involved. 1984.
0: Savile told me that he invented the fucking rail. I mean, he was full of lies. i told you this story, when I interviewed mm. him, after I'd written up the piece, there wasn't enough room in my word count to fit in all the fucking nonsense he'd come out with. So <laughs> I did a <laughs> little <laughs> box, you know, like a separate box out with just like a list of the lies <laughs> he'd told me bullet pointed. And one well, of them the was, yeah. I invented the British rail card. Right, because he did their adverts right, and he said yeah. as a result of doing their adverts I was like basically came pally with them and in the end they made me like, they put me on the board and I was the main person who came up with ideas and I said what ideas? <laughs> said, well like for instance the rail card, I invented that
2: oh. <laughs> Fucking hell! It was yeah. Savile was involved, and it was a, um, a special episode where a train. It was it was a promotional thing for the one two five train, and mm. it ran from Paddington to Bristol throughout the the uh, the duration of the show. But I don't, th- I don't I'm not sure. It's oh, it's on YouTube. It's on YouTube. Someone on Twitter on a forum says, "I remember Howard Jones performing at Temple Meads.
1: Oh, Maybe I'm Nick Kershaw was there changed. also."
2: Um, Oh, I'll have to have a look at that. Oh, It'll not get repeated because it's a Jimmy Savile episode, but it's on YouTube, apparently. Okay. Howard Jones did, I could confirm, perform on Platform 3 at Temple Meads. Um, I remember that being exciting.
0: Didn't we try to record on our first tour? Didn't we do an episode on a train? Like when we had that little Zoom mic that we used?
2: I think we were trying to, or we intended to do that, and then we realised that we'd sat down and, and the train was full of... People, um, normal people. humans. We, we we had a conversation on a train once, and we said this would make a good podcast. This would be excellent <laughs> if we'd recorded it. And then we said we, we shall do that. And then realised we went all self conscious when it came to actually having to do it.
0: We became those people who go, <laughs> you could just record the conversations I have with my friends, and it would be an amazing podcast. <laughs> the kind only- of wacky shit we come out with.
2: <laughs> Me and the boys. After squash on a Monday night at the pub. Yeah. Um so getting back to the question, I guess. That Stuart Jack uh posed to Stuart us. Stuart Jack, one- should
0: you weigh yourself? I've got a feel I've got a strong point of view on this if you want to I'll hear it. For it. The answer Here is no. Fucking don't weigh yourself. This is one of my rules for life. Don't fucking weigh yourself. I've never owned scales. It's not mm. worth it because listen. You know if you put on weight, you can feel it, right? You yeah. can feel it. You can and you know it, what the best way like, is?
2: Right?
0: Oh, I got this off old Audrey Hepburn, who in most ways is uh my mentor in life. Said, I, I've always she, what would Audrey Hepburn do?
2: Audrey Hepburn uh, said what one way of doing it is to get your get your wife to pick you up and hold you. Yeah.
0: And she'll tell you <laughs> whoever you are. <laughs> she'll fucking know. No one knows you better than your Doris. Next question. <laughs> Do I remember <laughs> making breakfast at Tiffany's? To be honest, no, I don't. I was very busy at the time. Um, yeah, she uh, she said. I think it was her said. Yeah, you know whether you put on weight or not by the f- mm. how your clothes feel. You right. know, yeah, yeah, how they fit you. Yeah, and remember as well. It's very unlikely that Audrey Hepburn would have worn jeans on the reg, like we do nowadays, right? Mm-hmm. So jeans are the best thing. So but the thing is so you know that but it's an extra layer of anxiety we all carry fucking anxiety about a million and one different things every day little mm. bits that accumulate and that's quite aside from the big bits that rear their ugly heads once in a while right and one of the key things is our bodies right fucking constantly mm. fucking body always pissing me off Fucking body giving me the fucking earache the whole time. Eh, you're too fat. He's eh, too weak. Ah, <laughs> fucking hell. What's that? Why is your hair growing out of there? It's fucking pain in the ass, right? Why so does it's, it give- hurt there? <laughs> it's giving you non stop shit, your body, non stop anxiety. Yeah. So, why, on top of all of that shit that gives you every day, would you also invest in a device designed solely to fucking make you focus on the minutiae of the little like fluctuations in weight that happen? Every day, right? Yeah, of course. Every fucking day. So don't worry about it. If you you want to lose a bit of weight to make you feel better about yourself or feel a bit healthier, that's fine. But you're making it worse. You're making it more intense. You're giving yourself more things to worry about, more things to focus on. You're also giving yourself more reasons to give up because you might like say it's the first week of the year today so there'll be people thinking right I'm not I'm not going to eat sugar all week or I'm not fucking touching pasta and I'm exercising every day and you might do that and after three days you go right I'll have myself a little weigh up shall I and you haven't lost weight or yeah. maybe you put on weight because maybe at the moment you weigh yourself I don't know you've got fucking water retention or maybe you've been to the gym and you put on a bit of muscle which weighs more or something like that yeah, and you're like, how oh, fat this is not fucking working
1: Jalapeno jalapeño what
0: Mm. about you last year I was thinking about this the other day at the end of Christmas we came back and did this first show of Christmas and you said I've sat on my ass watching the darts eating crisps and chocolate for two weeks and guess what I've lost weight yeah yeah do you remember
2: and it was because you'd
0: been exercising before Christmas so yeah Do you know what I mean? You can, like, basically lose a bit of muscle and stuff if you'd been running or whatever it is you'd been doing. Yeah, yeah, totally. So the whole fucking measuring your weight is is a fucking... It's a distraction. It is designed to only fucking crush you with anxiety. And it's just a load of... It's a waste of fucking time. If you want to be healthy, just try and be healthy.
2: I I think as well if you've got kids, um, they say that you shouldn't have skills in the house because obviously there's a culture of um, body image issues and that with kids and weight loss and all that kind of thing absolutely so th- right that can yeah. feed into that so don't weigh yourself ever we've just dead, we've just destroyed i got
0: two rules for life mate don't weigh yourself and don't weigh yourself stick to yeah. that and you won't go <laughs> far wrong
2: <laughs> we've just destroyed the UK skills industry there fucking in good because they prey on the segment. vulnerable
0: they prey on the vulnerable
2: yeah, we might get us to do an advert for one of them now, though.
0: I'm available. I'm available for the right price.
2: We're available <laughs> for all possibilities. All, all of us <laughs> considered.
0: I've found the lady. And there's nothing I like more than weighing me body. Get weighed
2: four times <laughs> weigh, <hours> a day.
0: <laughs> weighing me body, non-stop. <laughs> it's the only way to live. I swear by it. And you should too. It's brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking got, love it. I've
2: even got a little jotter Well, I write down all my weights once I've done I,
0: them. I keep a fucking chart, don't I? I've got a graph. So don't delay. I, Get some scales today and weigh the I, fuck out of your big fat body, you cunts.
2: Doesn't matter which kind, any kind. This, <laughs> pod, this podcast is brought to you in association with the UK Scales Federation. <laughs> they're yeah. great people
0: <laughs> weigh in Britain for a better future
2: <laughs> I'll just uh, if we if that offer does come in I'll just edit that bit out and we'll send them that there you go yeah have <laughs> <After> that <laughs> great so, if they sponsored uh, the pod um, yeah don't worry yourself Stuart um, sticking with the, the subject of uh, food food intake weight etc health this is from Matthew Tinsley. And um, he his, his tweet begins, I have a theory. And I thought, oh, Ooh. this is going to be good. <laughs> oh, no. Anyone that starts any kind of uh, communication with I have a theory means that here's a, a fucking wild guess I've took at something. Uh, <laughs> uh, see what you reckon.
0: <laughs> I'm too lazy to research.
2: <laughs> yeah. Instead, I'll just theory.
0: submit it to a couple of fucking idiots on a podcast to see what <laughs> they make of it.
2: And I'll say this based on what I've just said there, it does deliver on that Mm. basis. He says, uh, I have a theory that you can only absorb so many calories in a day. Is this Mm. correct?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm glad you came to us on that. Um, You definitely came to the right people. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly.
2: Well, (laughs) uh, I have a theory. You can only absorb so many calories in a day. Is this correct? There's more. He says, is it better to eat 10,000 calories in a day and have a big shit Rather than eat three and a half thousand calories over know. three days and have a small shit. Uh, small
0: sh- hang on, people! If, if straight away, if this bloke seems to be operating on the assumption that the way in which the the way in which our like weight calibrates itself is mm. via intake of food and output of shit, yeah. But there really is more to it than that. It's, There's this it,
2: thing where you burn off calories isn't there, through exercise and you activity. You don't just
0: shit out. Weight. You don't just
2: shit out what you eat. No no
0: if you if it was just about shitting out weight you'd just like only eat fucking prunes all day or something or you'd just like eat what you wanted and then take a laxative I suppose some people do do that
2: I don't know what to make of this I enjoyed the bit where I said I have a theory and then the absorbing calories stuff was interesting but then I don't know
1: I, I mean I, th- I, would, I read a I book say... last
0: year which I can't believe I got all the way through it I, I I mean I can't I can't believe I got all the way through it, but it must have been as a result of being uh you get that new year anxiety sometimes where you've just sat around stuff in your face and you start thinking, Fucking you know, I've got to do something radical about this. New Year, new you. I know. Something which I militantly am opposed to, but sometimes yeah even if you're militantly opposed to it, the odd year it can sort of somehow creep into your brain and start affecting you. Oh. Um, and last year, that I read a book, and it was called Why We Eat Too Much... By Dr Andrew Jenkinson and he's a doctor who for years had specialised in fucking helping obese people whose lives were at risk by basically stapling their fucking stomachs which is the last resort thing right Right. when you're literally Mr Creosote if you eat another after 8 you're going to fucking pop you cunt so we're stapling your guts up and he he thought fuck this this is ridiculous I'm doing it more and more this is mad I'm like you know, he did it privately as well. So he's making money. He was doing it for the NHS and private. But he sort of thought, this is fucking ridiculous. I'm seeing more and more people of each passing month. I, I, I ought to really, by rights, investigate how I can help people stop getting themselves into this situation. Mm. So it was an extensive scientific look, although written in quite a, you know, readable way, about how the body fucking calibrates its weight Um, Mm. and unfortunately, although I was totally sold on all of it at the time about a year ago, I forgot on fucking everything, (laughs) other than a couple of things. One is, your body is fucking burning calories non-stop to a huge degree, just when you're sitting on your ass, because your organs, right? Organs. Your liver, your kidneys, everything, (laughs) your fucking brain, all of it, it's fucking a massive, you're like a huge fucking insane computer, right? factory. Aren't you? You're a fucking flesh factory.
2: <laughs> that's the, that's the uh, episode title there. Just jot that down.
0: <laughs> and your <laughs> your you're, you're heart is just fucking working overtime nonstop just to keep everything fucking working right. And also, it's also programmed to sort of balance shit out naturally, right? Because it doesn't. Yeah. you're not programmed to become a fat cunt, right? And the um, but that, that sounds like I'm encouraging people not to worry about exercise because, you know, you do have to do exercise for lots of different reasons. But the main thing is that I learned is, you know, you can't... The, the whole thing about fat, I said this last year, was a conspiracy mm. by big fucking... Big uh, wheat. wheat. Big wheat. <laughs> they big wheat in America. There was so much fucking wheat and a grain being grown mm. and they couldn't fucking sell enough of it, right? And they took on dairy by fucking spreading rumours, right, and doing phony scientific studies about how dairy was really bad for you, made you gain weight.
2: I've heard this thing about dairy. He does it with his sister.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Basically that, right. And the two richest fucking areas of agriculture, right, were fucking American wheat, Mm -hmm. right, who started... um, flogging breakfast cereals in the post-war era they were like fucking eat cereals eat breads blah 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 yeah. that's the best healthiest way steer clear of dairy right fat mm-hmm. is your enemy and also sugar oh, yeah. right so they, they cut fat in things but replaced it with sugar to make it more palatable because obviously fat's delicious so if you take the fat yeah. out of anything it's not delicious but if yeah. you add sugar it kind sugar, of makes up for it gets better. and basically sugar is the real baddie and all these wheats and grains mm. but as for your dairy eat as much fucking butter and cheese and that as you want mate just yeah, don't fucking eat that, yeah. sugar mm. don't eat fucking sugar because Sugar's sugar a... have you been, have you been watching Dope Sick this show no
2: I mean to get around to watching it though
0: well I won't bore everyone with it now but Where, is, th- that, is
2: that on Disney Plus that one
0: uh, I think it is yeah yeah,
2: I feel like a very Disney sort of thing.
0: <laughs> I know it's not like one of our dinosaurs is missing, is it? Fucking
2: hell! Yeah, it's, it's not not a like Plus. It's not like the Shaggy.
0: It's not like a Shaggy Da. <laughs> yeah, that's what's great about Disney. I think Disney might be the best of all of the streaming services you can get.
2: Oh, so great! Yeah, yeah. You
0: got all these great Disney films. As you know, I'm a huge fan of the the classic Disney uh, canon. Right. Ouvres. Yeah. Repertoire. Um, you get all the Star Wars, including the new Star Wars shows, such as the Book of Boba Fett, yeah, which I enjoy. All the Simpsons. You get all the Simpsons, which is, in my opinion, the greatest television show ever made. Right, and um, and then on top of that, you get the Beatles Get Back, probably the best documentary ever made or best music yep. thing. And uh and then on top of that, you get dope sick dope sick is sensationally good, right? Right. Um and anyone who's watched it will when I say, well, it's really simple that sugar basically had been uh, was very rich and set about mm.
2: uh
0: you know set about a fucking PR and marketing campaign to damn fat as the most dangerous thing you could eat in order to sort of basically get sugar put into every fucking everyday food even the shit you don't expect it to be in like bread yeah. right uh if you've worked, that sounds pretty plausible to any man in the street such as yourself who hasn't seen dope sick when you've seen dope sick and you and you understand the way in which big rich american corporations are able in a fucking insanely deregulated ec- economy right and political mm. system just fucking make shit up that people will just swallow without questioning to the very highest levels. Not just members of the public who, you know, are largely stupid, but like even huge government institutions that's supposed to be there to regulate, but just literally don't fucking bother checking anything. They go, Yeah, all well, right, sounds legit, stick it out there, mate. What's that? Sugar in <laughs> bread. Sugar it sugar for kids every day. Every kid has to have a couple of sugar cubes every day, if not they'll die. Sounds legit. Stick it out there. Put it on a pamphlet, mate.
2: Right. I, love, I love how um, massive corporations that exist to influence people negatively is being exposed by fucking Disney.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, it's quite, yeah that's it's interesting. Like,
2: it's like, hey, look over there. Don't look at us. Look over there.
0: Yeah, but what have Disney done? I mean, I know he was a Nazi, but uh, all the, uh, you know, apart from that, all they've given us is nonstop no, wonder I, I, and joy. I, I,
2: I love Disney. I, I mean, I've been to Disney World in Florida twice, and I've been yeah. to Disneyland Paris a couple of times. And Disney World in Florida is my favourite place on earth. And I went there with all the cynicism you that you'd expect from someone like me, and I was just mm-hmm. wide-eyed at the whole thing, the, the whole joyousness of the whole thing. Disney is just it.
0: joy. I mean, there was a time, and I used to get really irritated by parents. I remember parents saying to me, like, I was going something when my daughter was very young, and we were all first parents, and you start out with... Kind of naive idealism about the way in which you will raise your children, right? Mm. Before you realise you are just in survival mode, completely. Right? Just wing it. and you go. And I remember some cunt going. Ugh. I <laughs> said so, like, yeah. So I was watching the old Sleeping Beauty the other day with my daughter. Oh, you let your uh, daughter watch Disney? <laughs> oh no. Uh, oh no. Oh, we just Oh no, it's very surprising. I don't know anyone in my social circle who would ever like. <laughs> and you go, you what? You wouldn't let your kids watch fucking Disney, you cunt. Do you know what I mean? (laughs) Culturally These are the same sort of cunts who fucking merrily voted for fucking a decade of austerity probably around the same time. They thought that was fine, right? But don't let your kid watch a film about a fucking princess.
2: Here's, here's, Here's a piece of life logistics I can just drop in. If you ever feel compelled to go to Disneyland Paris, don't go. Save up a bit more money and go to Florida and do it properly. Disneyland yeah. Paris pales by comparison.
0: I've been to Disneyland Paris. I didn't have a nice
2: uh, time, really. It's all right, but nah, honestly, save up the extra and go to Florida. It's well worth it. Mm. Uh, so, um, <clears throat> what was the question again? It was about absorbing calories, isn't it? And then we moved on to Dope Sick.
0: Um, yeah, if, you, if you're interested in this book... Uh, anyone listening because it seems like a lot of people will be thinking about this sort of shit this, uh, this month naturally it's by Dr Andrew Drinkinson. Why We Eat Too Much it's published mm-hmm. by Penguin and it's a good read and it opens your eyes to a lot of the bollocks that surrounds all this stuff
2: okay we'll leave it there we've got a few more questions that we didn't tackle <clears throat> um, I'll tell you quickly we'll go another one just before we go MC Tornsky says what's better bacon sausages or eggs hashtag mm-hmm. breakfast world cup I would say all three. There you go. What, a draw? Yeah.
0: He's asking you for which the best is.
2: I know he is, and I'm saying I can't decide. I'm having all of them.
0: Well, for me, it's eggs, obviously. Uh, I I eat eggs every day. Oh, you're vegetarian,
2: aren't
0: you? Yeah. I eat eggs every day. Uh, It's a wonder food. I mean, I have... There was a time when I ate... When I wasn't a vegetarian where... I would have thought eggs for breakfast was like a luxury thing in the week. You know, you have it yeah. at the weekend. But if you go, oh, I, had, I had scrambled eggs for breakfast. And then one day I was working at TalkSport and on the break, I'll never forget a producer called Tom, you know him, right? Oh, yeah. He said, dead casually, I have eggs for breakfast every day. Fucking and I hell. Went, Just you dropped it in. And he went, you I have scrambled what? eggs every day. I was like, you fucking... I felt I saw it at the time as a power play. Because I thought, here's this young pipsqueak producer, right? I am on-air talent, yeah? Yeah, yeah. And you are waltzing in here, dropping in casually, like your fucking Prince Charles, right? That you eat scrambled eggs every day for breakfast. And I was like, what a flash cunt. If right, there's going to be any really eggs involved,
2: that. you should be bringing it to me during the fucking
0: adverts. You should be eating fucking, you should be eating fucking shreddies and not even branded ones as there's own brand shreddies for fucking breakfast. Dry and all with no milk. Right? Just a fistful of them when you're fucking scurrying (laughs) to your
2: bus stop. Now lick my trainer!
0: That's what I thought. I was like, you cunt. I said you flash cunt eggs every day. Actually, I remember specifically him going, yeah. And this morning I had it with chorizo and I thought, why he's pushing it. He's asking for a smack in the mouth now. Right? But... I begrudgingly envied him and mm. then soon after I've been sharing now I'm just like of course I'm having fucking eggs every morning I'm not a cunt I have mm. eggs of who knows what it could be poached fried or scrambled it might, sometimes it might even be an omelette but if you start the day with an egg like Faye Weldon famously said or was did. it Salmon Rushdie I can't remember it was
2: one of them wasn't it go to work one on an egg one of those
0: cunts go to work on the egg they weren't wrong Best thing, Salman Rushdie, ever wrote that? Go to work on an egg. <laughs> have you ever read any of his books? They're absolutely oh, I fucking got, boring. I've never
2: got f- past page eight of any of his Jesus. books. but the egg thing? I live by it's that. It's full of
0: nonsense. I tell you what, he wouldn't have got a fat fatsoir for that. He should have fucking wound his neck in when he was a head. <laughs> no one's threatening, with, no one's going to fucking come and cut your head off for saying go to work on an egg. They're just going to look at it and go, fucking good advice, mate.
2: Good common sense advice. You've improved my quality of life. He should have gone, I don't want a fee for that one. I want points. Every time it gets used, I'll get 20 <laughs> pence. i <I'll> retire <be> retiring <laughs> now. Thank you very much. And then he wouldn't have had to waste all that time in hiding,
0: writing <laughs> exactly. fucking million word books about a load of nonsense.
2: He could have been straight around the streets dining out on the fact that he'd come up with going to work on an egg. Being praised <laughs> by everyone. That's He's right, cunts. Around. It's
0: me, the egg man.
2: Yeah fucking hell Um, he
0: should
2: have asked for shares in eggs well your opinion on that question doesn't count because you're a vegetarian but very interesting uh, egg content there from you Um, yeah yeah, we'll we'll leave it there we'll go through some more of these questions next week I think so hopefully none of them are emergencies Uh, (laughs) thank you very much for listening as always nice to be back among you all uh, in 2022 goodbye goodbye goodbye